to Salita Stories and Casita Chronicles. This is one of your co-hosts, Bianca. Hey y'all, uh, and this is Hasmin Jaimes. And we're kind of coming live to you today as a, we're going to kind of do a little check-in, you know, we've kind of, we've put out some episodes at this point and, you know, kind of going over different things. So if you're interested in that, we talked about the census, we talked about essential workers and COVID, um, Latinx representation in media. So if that's something that you think you'd want to listen to, make sure to check out our previous episodes. Um, but today we're just going to do kind of a, a little, I guess, a, a little check-in, see how, we, how, we're, how we're doing and how we're feeling. So Bianca, how, how are you doing today? <laughs> how we're surviving and thriving. So if I'm going to be really honest, some weeks I think are really great. And then weeks are a little bit slower or kind of on a lower tempo. I have been trying to, you know, see the positive in everything. So I haven't really gotten into a routine. I just kind of do stuff as I please. I mean, I go to work, right? Which go to work means like come into the sala and join Zoom meetings and answer emails and stuff. I think after work, uh, where time is truly mine, I have been running. As this started, I decided, you know what? I want to run a half marathon. I've always wanted to do this half marathon. I've done a half marathon before, but it was when I was young and like 24. Um, So now I was like, okay, this can be something that I can work towards and challenge myself a little bit. So I've been following like the Nike Run app. And that at least gets me out of the house in the evenings and sometimes even just for a walk, you know? Uh, But then I feel like I've accomplished something and that I'm working towards kind of this larger goal, which helps me kind of think to the future and not be in my head so much. That's been kind of great. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I feel like goals. I feel I, I think right now, like a lot of things kind of looking at it there's like uncertainty, like with different stuff, right? So like, I know at this point, some states are like, opening up, like opening back up, whatever that means, right? For like each state, whether it's like, oh, yeah, they're in businesses. I know, like Florida, at like the point that we're kind of recording this, the beaches are um, opening back up and different stuff. So Things mm-hmm. are kind of so up in the air and things are looking different for everyone. For me, just especially now that classes are done, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I have like this time that I'm not used to having. Um, I think I've been kind of doing a little bit more reflection, which I think is like important, right? Like at the end of at the end of the semester, at this point, I've also made it like halfway through my graduate program. So like now I'm trying to look forward, like what do I want for my last year? Yes. Um, program, um, especially like with things changing. So like this summer, I was supposed to do an internship at USF St. Pete. I was going to work in housing. And mm-hmm. I was like really excited. It was going to be all great. But as we all know, life happens. We may have pl- had plans, but plans change. <laughs> so, you know, with USF not having students over the summer, they don't need a hall director if they don't have mm-hmm. students in the, the residence halls. But that's why I'm excited that now it gives me an opportunity to kind of continue to just prep, I guess, for this this year with HLA, working on my Podemos squad, uh, yes. working with you just to make sure that we kind of are you know, tip top when we come back. And Mm -hmm. so I think for me, just kind of reflecting to see like plans may not have gone through how I had thought they were going to go through. But like now with what we have, and kind of looking at what I want to accomplish, like whether it's like professional or like on a personal thing, how what would the steps be to kind of make that happen? 
I think mm-hmm. I've been focusing more on like little short term ones. I think it's just like easier, you know, kind of, I could, I could kind of, I kind of know what my week is going to look like or like two weeks um, with work and just like kind of things happening. And so like trying to read, you know, read more or find what are you reading? I am reading. Okay. So like one of my goals, so I want to practice like my Spanish, right? Okay. Like when I go home, I'm planning on going home to visit my um, parents in a little bit. So when I go home, I'm going to tell my mom, like, you know, we're going to do this Spanish thing. Because my parents, like, <laughs> we're, we're kind of like that, that household, like, my parents speak to us in English. That's always just kind of been how it is. Spanish is my first language. But growing up, it was, like, kind of English once we went to school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could understand it a lot more than I can speak. I could survive, I think, if need be in a, in a conversation. Um, but I want to, like, kind of strengthen, like, my reading and writing. Mm -hmm. um for spanish so i have a book that i've had for a hot minute that i had gotten from goodwill we love goodwill for their cheap finds and it's called las tres preguntas by jorge bouquet i think and it's kind of like a little bit of philosophy it's like a little fun but it's like i've tried to like again i haven't opened the book but it's like all written it's like a spanish it's written in spanish Okay. Um, and when I was sipping through it, I'm like, I could, like, I was able to get through it. And every now and there, then there's like words. So I think for me, it's more like building a vocabulary. Because that's like mm-hmm. kind of where I, when I'm having conversations, like I'll stumble trying to find words. Because that's mm-hmm. where I kind of slip into Spanglish. Like I'll mix it up because I know, you know, I could have a full conversation with both of the languages. Like, with oh, yeah. I have both. Um, so for me, it's like, by the end of this summer, I want to finish that book. Because like just reading it, last summer I had started it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like asking these questions like to ask yourself like you know kind of like who am I what do I want and who things again going back to those like getting to know yourself a little better um mm-hmm. and like how that could help with like the journey that you kind of want to take and so I was oh, like cool. you know what this is the summer because once again like I have time I always loved reading but I think uh-huh. like with school now I just kind of read for work you know like for school so it's like a lot of textbooks mm-hmm. and so I want to yeah, I think for me, that's like one thing I've been wanting to kind of pick up again is just reading for the, the fun of it. Because as a kid, yo, if y'all saw my my room, like literally like bookshelves, but then like when I ran out of space on bookshelves, I started stacking them up against the wall. And so <laughs> I love it. Like I used to read to that dude short. Like I, I'd be like, ma, I'm reading. She's like, I need you to clean the bathroom. I'm like, but don't you want to, you know, my teacher said we should read more. But, uh, <laughs> And I would hide, like I would literally like find little corners or like sit on the floor. That way she would look at my room, she wouldn't see me right away. Yes. <laughs> Reconnect with, you know, younger Hasmin who really had like, I still love reading. I just don't have as much time for it. But mm-hmm. here we are and we have all this newfound time. So I think for me, that's like one of my, my goals is to start reading more, but also like to challenge myself in that, that way. Because like I, this is something that I've always kind of wanted to do is like kind of work, you know, work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, improve you know for me but also just like I think there's like a whole another world you know of like material and stuff in Spanish and I just want to be able to connect with it a little mm-hmm. bit more and kind of build that again like the vocabulary and also like kind of bolster it a little bit one of my I think like dreams is to someday live in like a pueblito I think of Mexico because that's I think like more homey to me and because I've been there before so I kind of know what it looks like and how it works but to like live there and become a part of the community and kind of like, you know how Belle at the beginning of the movie, she like is going around the town like with her book and just like everybody loves her and she says hi to everybody. 
but like in Spanish, and yeah. that would be me, like the, and just like, ah, buenos dias, señora, como esta? And like just walking around and like el panadero and el carnicero so that my Spanish vocabulary could increase, you know? Because last time I went, well, one of the last times I went to Mexico, because I feel like I can speak it pretty well, but sometimes I forget some words. I was talking to unas muchachas because I stayed in a hostel and they were like, you can speak Spanish, but you have an American accent. Yeah, the accent. What does that mean? Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? She's like, you can just tell that you live in the United States, but that you are hispanohablante, that you speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And so that was so odd to me because I like I can't hear it, but they can, you know? That's something that I think would be cool for some time in my life. I don't know when. Yeah. To just go. Listen, again, a goal. That could just be a goal, whether it's like Bianca in a couple years or Bianca, like, you know, kind of looking a little forward once, you know, once you adopt. Retired Bianca. Honest, yeah. Doing some research somewhere. Just kind of doing that. But that, yeah. That'd be so cool. I feel like it'd be so cool. But I've also been reading, though. So. Part of like my position is that I get access to some funds in order to kind of like build my craft and build my professional identity. I originally was going to go to a conference. However, it got canceled because of COVID. And so because of that, I have had access to purchase some books that I think would serve kind of our community and our programming to just enhance my knowledge. So I'm currently reading Colonize This, a young woman of color on today's feminism. But essentially what it is, it's an anthology. It's a whole bunch of essays that have been brought together by women of color based on different experiences that they've had through this intersectional identity, whether it's like a Latina woman or a black woman, an Asian woman, an Arab woman, et cetera, et cetera. It's been actually really eye-opening. So it usually takes me a little bit to kind of get into a book, but then once I get into it, all of my free time, then I want to use on reading the book and kind of getting further so you can finish the book. Uh, I started reading it last week. I kind of picked it up, read a couple chapters, and then this weekend kind of started getting more into it. So now this week, um, when I wake up in the morning, I try to go outside and as kind of a morning ritual and just read a chapter and then I'll come inside and kind of get ready for the day. After work, I try to do that as well. So like once it hits around five and I'm kind of wrapping things up, I'll go outside and read another chapter and then kind of go from there. So it's been really good. I think I've found it to be very informative on different experiences, but then also just kind of validating in terms of thinking of feminism and how it's not very intersectional but then I've also learned a new word which is I think it's like woman womanism or womanist yeah so Alice Walker defines the term womanist which refers more to the experience of women of color this is kind of from what I understand from the from reading this that the experience of women of color and feminism because feminism usually excludes the experiences of women of color or the experiences of women who don't identify as like white cis heterosexual etc etc 
So that's been really cool. And I think adding to my vocabulary and I'm thinking of how I could potentially incorporate this within programming that we do, or maybe having somebody come and speak who was an author of one of these chapters or something. Um, and just how we can use kind of the knowledge that is within this book to bring to HLA. So that's been really cool. I've been really enjoying that doing some learning you know we're lifelong learners i feel it's yes you and me both i always enjoy like whether it's like new perspectives or like just like kind of learning something new or just like even like asking questions i may have never like considered you mm-hmm. know like what is this you know what would this look like or what does this mean that's good that's like an interesting book may have to oh yeah see if i could borrow it from you at some point later <laughs> later for sure uh, well and i'm on page what 121 right now and so I'm seeing if maybe I can finish it in the next week or two. Hey, see, little goals. Let me know. Yeah, little goals is really out. Also, like, reading, I feel like it also gives, for me, looking at a screen, so, like, you know, with work, like, we do everything, like, through Zoom, and with class, when we had classes, everything was through Zoom. I was getting, like, severe fatigue, <laughs> like, looking oh, at yeah. all day. And so, because, like, especially, like, Wednesdays, but Wednesdays were always, like, a busy day on the usual but like you know you and me like we have our one-on-ones and then um we kind of take a little break and then we're recording this podcast and then I have like a Mm -hmm. meeting after and so like one day night I would just be my eyes would be hating me I'm like oh Oh, yeah I would try to like find things to do not on a screen I've kind of turned to like more comfort I feel like things are like you know like cooking jamming out to some music casually you know just kind of like unwinding a little bit at the end of yes the um taking some off-screen time for me has definitely been something that I've valued a lot these past couple of days especially mm-hmm. what have you been cooking listen I feel I've always I'm, I'm one of those I love food right this is a well-known fact about me with the like the people I interact with with my little circles but <laughs> Cause I live in like in a like a studio, so I like I don't have roommates. I kind of do what I want when I want type thing, which is nice. <laughs> um, but also like it could get a little you know isolating at times because there's not someone like you could just interact with, especially like now yeah. that you can't really go out. So it's been nice to like kind of reconnect with different things. So for me, I was I think I was telling you this earlier. Like I kind of find comfort in doing things that remind me of home. And a lot of times like home is also like connected with my family. I made some tamales the other day that were already made my, um, my abuela from my mom's side. She is, I think everyone says that their abuela's tamales are the best. Abuela's tamales. <laughs> but my grandma be selling this stuff out in this, you know, out in a mockery. So people be paying for it. I'm like, abuela, I'm about to head back to school. <laughs> Can I? And so like she hooks it up. Um, and, and I can so, attest to these tamales. These oh yeah, I've had I've shared, <laughs> I've shared them with you. And so like I'll cook those because that's something like you know you just put and like cook it and then little taste at home or also kind of food, connected with food on my my dad's side was like nopales. So like my grandma uh-huh. and my grandpa they're one of those that are so sufficient. So they grow fruit or vegetable wise they're probably growing it in their backyard and yes. like their whole backyard is just like re- their fence. Is just reinforced with nopales. It's just like kind of following the whole fence line. And okay. so whenever I go home to like my grandma, 
cells no balance too, like like i'll help sometimes clean them and like you know cut them up yeah so whenever i go home she was like me how you want some nopales i'm like bet i love nopales like that's one Same. of my same i can I have find a, good ones in gainesville i don't like listen, oh I went my to, girl to walmart i think as a freshman uh i went to walmart because i had really one like one of my so simple but like just nopales with cebolla and what right just like classic for breakfast yeah and all they had was like the that brand doña maria or something which are like, usually too salty yeah it has salt in it already so i'm like you know what like this is gonna have to do so like i bought it i finished it but then my mom like got into canning stuff okay so then now when i go home like it's basically like but whenever like for winter break i'll give for an example like mm-hmm. a couple of days before I go home, she's like, "Are you ready?" I'm like, "Let's go." So like, <laughs> my parents like they'll, they'll make like sa- like salsas too, like salsa, um, the tom- tomatillo, like um, also just like tomate, mm-hmm. and then so we'll can some of those. So I have chile rojo with like the different um chiles, uh, like the like the arbol, uh-huh. yeah, and then nopales. Those are like the four things I kind of bring back home, and I'm stuck. Yeah. And so the other day I was like, "I'm hungry. What do I want?" I'm like, "Let's make some." Um, I had puerco with nopales and like the chile rojo. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, we people be calling it Mexican rice, but you know, like where you fry the rice first and you put the garlic, tomato, onion. Uh-huh. Some homemade tortillas, which was yeah. I don't have a comal. I have the little oh. presser, but as so I was just doing it on my pan, but it's like a pan with walls. It's kind of like almost like a pot. So I got okay. It on my arm but it was worth it yo i burned myself the other day too. all the birds i have on my arm are from cookie yo it's crazy the other they're like kind of badges of honor though truly like i remember the first time i, I ever flipped the tortilla like you know when i was younger from a comal i uh-huh. like got myself too i was like no but now when i look at it it's a little memory um but i just kind of <laughs> been cooking this stuff um but just like kind of you know just things that remind me a little bit about a, whole, a little piece of home here in gainesville as I'm, you know, trying to make it through. But yeah, cooking yeah. has been kind of a release. And it's been fun to try new things. But. Oh, yeah. I love cooking. So I've actually kind of been experimenting with cooking as well. I'm, like, culturally Catholic. So, like, me persino, and I know the prayers and stuff. And, like, when I'm having a bad day or, like, a bad week or something, I'll go to Mass. But I'm not, like, 100%. Like, I don't know all the rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. like does that make sense that makes sense but for lent i gave up meat and i love meat so like some wings some barbecue carnitas ribs the whole thing yeah tacos all of it i love these things they make me so happy i like enjoy them but uh or one of our ambassadors is vegan and i found it kind of really inspirational because I would always be like, I could never give up meat. You know, I could never. And I kind of had like, I believe in signs and stuff. So I had kind of different signs that kind of came into my life that were like, just try it. So I decided to try it. So I gave up meat for Lent, which is like the 40 days. I think the only time I gave in was when I went to Houston for my birthday, but that's a pass because I was in a different state and there was Whataburger accessible and it was my birthday. And it was your birthday. You got to. <laughs> yes. So, but other than that, but I've kind of kept with the trend. I also uh, was listening to Oprah because I like to listen to podcasts and one of the ones that I like to listen to is Oprah. She was interviewing somebody who said that if you eat one meal a day, that 
is like vegan or vegetarian, that that is the equivalent to saving emissions, like as if you were driving from California to New York. I'm also not a hardcore environmentalist, but like I recycle and I try to compost, kind of try to help in little ways that I can. Just make little steps, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've been kind of keeping up with it and getting creative and trying to, you know, be healthy, like from the inside out. So like today I made some, some corn fritters, which is like, I had some fresh corn. I like took it off the cob. Y luego le puse cebolla and cilantro with some almond flour and an egg and just like seasoned it. And then I just cooked it. And then on top I put I put like sour cream, I put avocado, and then I put a salsa, like a recipe that my mouth is watering, that my friend shared. Oh, and some cheese. It was actually really good. And so I've been trying all of these different kind of recipes going outside of my comfort zone. But then sometimes I just kind of want a quesadilla and some frijoles with a tortilla, or I mean, aguacate, some salsa, like something very simple. So that's been really cool. And I think kind of, I've seen people kind of painting or drawing or doing whatever. And I think that's been my creative outlet because I have to think a little bit outside the box of like, what am I going to make for myself today, you know? But se me ha estado antojando some barbecue or some birria. So I'm trying to get creative with that too. Like I've seen jackfruit that you can kind of make it to feel like carne and soak up the flavor. I'm thinking of trying that just to see and try it because, you know, we're trying to make strides. But I might just give up and go buy myself some carne and <laughs> put it in the crock pot. Well, I feel like now, depending, I mean, not as much now, but like at the beginning, like when it, some stores are like running out of meat real quick, you know, kind of whenever it's yeah. down. So some people are like, I'm unintentionally becoming like vegetarian, you know, like their meals are more vegetarian or like just kind of trying to become a little more creative with what you got like the other day I was like craving I don't I don't have much of a sweet tooth but, like uh-huh. when I do it's strong and so like I wanted something sweet so I was like look at, I don't have baking I don't bake so yeah I, I don't have baking soda or ba- like any of that stuff I do have flour but I'm like I can't just make anything with straight flour so I was like looking up an easy to the point recipe and I felt like but um peanut butter cookie like a three ingredient recipe that you need is peanut butter a cup of peanut butter they say a cup of sugar, but listen, we're trying to help watch our sugar intake because diabetes be running in my family. I'm not trying to <laughs> contract. Yeah. So like, I, I was like, let me just, I lowered the sugar a little bit, but the recipe called for a cup of sugar and then like an egg. And then you just mix it up, put it on a sheet, you put it in the oven and it did the trick, yo. I think I just found a new yeah. staple if I ever need like something sweet because like all those ingredients aren't, you know, they aren't expensive and it's not like an extensive process. So I'm just like, you know what? Let's whip up some cookies. To see True. Good. Well, and meat is okay expensive. I mean, one of my, well, I guess like my newest supervisor, they, they kind of went on a plant-based um, lifestyle and they were like, I've saved so much money these last couple of months not buying meat. And I was like, wow, how cool. Trying to save the coin a little bit there, too. It's been interesting. I've been saving money with gas, too. Because usually I only drive, oh, like, yeah. groceries. But now that I, like, you know, I'm very intentional. Like, about when, like, I really, I go to the store if I have to go to the store. Like, if I'm truly running out of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been, like, walking is something that I've been doing a lot more. 
just for the heck of it. You know, like I, I think I took walking for granted. Like I would walk to sometimes like from work to like my apartment and then like the walking in between work and my class. And like mm-hmm. there were all these little moments kind of throughout the day that I'd be able to get some movement in. But like now I'm just like in my little apartment where literally like from one wall to the other is like 10 steps, if even that, you know, so I'm like, I don't know about this. So I just kind of go out now for like a walk. It's so crazy because like everyone's going through the same thing, like having to like social distance, even though that may look a little different for everybody, you know. So yeah. like when I go outside to walk and I see like other people walking, it's just like so, you know, like, you know that you're both just trying to get some movement in. It's just like one of those things that I think is like a little bit of a community now. Like I go out, I kind of see the same people in my area. I kind of go walk out at the same time. And so I like recognize faces or, you know, like we don't, it's just like kind of like a pass by and everyone's so keeping. You do the head nod. like I do the head nod, yeah, if I recognize <laughs> But it's just been, I think one of those things where it kind of reframes being able to walk is something that, you know, helps and is important to me. Now I'm not going to complain as much <laughs> when I got to go, but I walk, you know, walking from one place to another. One weekend I went and I did 4.5 miles just because I was feeling like tired. I'm like, let me wow. give myself a reason to feel tired. I think I also have my, my soup schedule because I was all messed up. I, like there was one week. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> my soup schedule has also been messed up. I'll try to go to sleep early or just kind of get in bed early, do kind of my night routine. Because after work, I'll usually go work out, do a workout. So then I come home, I eat, shower, and just kind of get ready for bed. But sometimes I can't fall asleep. And so I just kind of lay there and I'm like, ugh. And I try to put on the AC because then you get a little bit more cuddly, like in your gobijas. Nada, I just kind of lay there. I'm like, okay, so what do I do now? Which... I'm like, man, I just want some sleep. (laughs) That's it. But I was listening to something where they were saying that um, people's like dreams have been, have become more lively and that their sleeping schedule has been kind of messed up due to uh, just kind of everything that's happening. And I think it has something to do like biological or scientific, but I haven't looked that deep into it. But I thought it was very interesting that, you know, our bodies and like our psyche are reacting to all of this as well, which I think just even shows more of how interconnected the whole universe and like globe is, which sounds super hippie after I talk about like, oh, yeah, I like to recycle and compost. I think that the whole idea of just like connection, though, is something that I think out of this is definitely like maybe highlighted a little bit more like people in my cohort. We, like, got together over Zoom. We were just, like, playing, um, you know how they have, like, those websites now for online games, like, board games mm-hmm. and stuff? We just, like, hey, I want to play. Let's hop onto a Zoom. And so, like, we'll just go just to kind of have, like, that interaction or, like, FaceTiming people, um, like, you know, your family, friends, and just kind of maybe, like, I think a lot of people, kind of some people I've talked to, but also, like, on the news and, like, different podcasts, there seems like a lot of people have been reaching out to, like, maybe people they've lost touch with. like reconnecting to with different people so I think like this is a very unique time and so it's like you know we're all trying to kind of just do our thing especially for the people who may be like social distancing and um self-isolating by themselves in their apartment I think it's you know one of those things just like maintaining that connection even though you can't really see someone you know like I think right now Wednesdays are my favorite days because I get to talk to you in the morning and then like I was talking to my first year Florida peer leader 
after my meeting with you and then the afternoon like we get to do this you know so mm-hmm. it was always like okay cool I get to see how's mean today we get to have some cool conversations you know yes about yeah I feel like the creativity so because a lot of my friends are not nearby well all of my friends are not nearby I think before there was kind of this barrier of like, oh, well, you're somewhere different. We don't see each other. But I think now it has kind of opened our eyes to still being able to keep and build relationship through the help of technology, Um, which I was like, why didn't I ever think of this before? I'm just like Zooming my friends. Or like doing like that stuff that you could do, like you all play on that. You know, like there's just like different things. Oh, yeah. And so, and I think like that's, yeah, I think. I think that's something that from like from all this, I'm probably going to try to like incorporate a little bit more just like, like, like you know, just stay like, connected with like friends who may like move like for job opportunities or like for kind of life after undergrad. Yeah. Um, and so it's, I think it's been a little bit of a crash course, right? <laughs> and how to like use these different things to kind of stay connected with different people. It's crazy. I mean, l- look at us here doing a podcast. <laughs> Right. Stay at least semi, you know, semi engaged with um and connected. And connected with with like the people that we would usually, you know, see. One even just like this has caused a whole new wave of creativity because for us here we had to kind of pivot really quick and think of like, okay, cool. So how are we gonna still stay engaged, knowing and understanding that this is a new barrier and like what can we do and then kind of pulling it together very quickly. And I think it's been cool because how much time would it have taken? And like, would we have thought about it too much if this wouldn't have been the situation? So that there have been some really cool things that have come out of this whole situation. And this has been one of them. We just wanted to chat, let you all in a little bit on kind of some strategies that we've been using to get through this time, kind of make the days go by, have the days be a little bit more enjoyable in this time of quarantine and I think also even show our personalities a little bit more so y'all could get to know us a little bit more at a different level y'all have any questions comments concerns ideas let us ideas for future episodes yeah yeah so some topics because you know we got some we still got some shelves that we're going to be utilizing but just you know for the future if you if there's something you would like to for us to talk about or kind of hear about learn more about let us know for sure like look into it and make it make it happen and with that was there anything you wanted to announce yeah i don't think there's really any um any announcements or updates i think this is just kind of more like we said at the beginning a little check-in a little a little less formal you know a little less structured i guess with like information and just to talk a little bit um but yes i think I think that's going to be all for today. So thank you to our listeners for one. And tune in Wednesdays. So we release our new episodes on Wednesdays, usually Wednesday, I guess this is evening, like after, like five and after is evening, right? Yeah. So yeah, keep a lookout. We usually announce it on our Instagram at UFHLA underscore. And then you can kind of go from there and check it out on Spotify. Stay tuned for what the future holds. <laughs> I feel like a, what are those people? Like, comment, <laughs> we, we follow, you know, it's not subscribe for us, but follow us uh, and you'll stay updated on our, on our things. But yeah, it was really nice uh, getting to catch up with you, Bianca. Likewise, as always, has been such a pleasure. 
All right, y'all. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. And make sure to tune in with the, for us um, for more content next week. See y'all later. Bye.